outlined against the snow as they were. I could see from the men's clothes that they were peasants or gypsies of some kind. On the cart was a great square chest. My heart leaped as I saw it, for I felt that the end was coming. The evening was now drawing close, and well I knew that at sunset, the thing, which was till then imprisoned there, would take new freedom, and could in any of many forms elude pursuit. In fear, I turned to the professor. To my consternation, however, he was not there. An instant later, I saw him below me. Round the rock, he had drawn a circle, such as we had found shelter in last night. When he had completed it, he stood beside me again, saying, At least you shall be safe from him. He took the glasses from me, and at the next lull of the snow swept the whole space below us. See, he said, they come quickly. They are flogging the horses and galloping as hard as they can. He paused and went on in a hollow voice. They are racing for the sunset. We may be too late. God's will be done. Down came another blinding rush of driving snow, and the whole landscape was blotted out. It soon passed, however, and once more his glasses were fixed on the plain. Then came a sudden cry. Look! 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 See! Two horsemen follow fast, coming up from the south. It must be Quincy and John. Take the glass. Look before the snow blots it all out. I took it and looked. The two men might be Dr. Seward and Mr. Morris. I knew at all events that neither of them was Jonathan. At the same time, I knew that Jonathan was not far off. Looking around, I saw on the north side of the coming party two other men riding at breakneck speed. One of them, I knew, was Jonathan, and the other I took, of course, to be Lord Galdeming. They, too, were pursuing the party with the cart. When I told the professor, he shouted in glee like a schoolboy, and after looking intently till a snowfall made sight impossible, he laid his Winchester rifle ready for use against the boulder at the opening of our shelter. They are all converging, he said. When the time comes, we shall have gypsies on all sides. I got out my revolver ready to hand, for whilst we were speaking, the howling of wolves came louder and closer. When the snowstorm abated a moment, we looked again. It was strange to see the snow falling in such heavy flakes close to us, and beyond, the sun shining more and more brightly as it sank down towards the far mountain tops, sweeping the glass all around us 
I could see here and there dots moving singly and in twos and threes in larger numbers. The wolves were gathering for their prey.